Hello. All right. So yeah. We're in a car. We're in a car. We've just been on a little photo walk. Don't do that too much. That noisy cave. Oh yeah, okay. Um, um, yeah, just been for a little photo walk and um, yeah, it's the first time you're seeing a video of us together. Is that right? Yeah. Apart from the odd little Instagram story. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, this is the intro for our episode, our interview with Josh Astrop. Um, we spoke to him in March. Yeah, quite a while ago. He was like one of the first people we spoke to, but we just um, we held on to it and we're probably going to put it out in two parts again because it's like it's a really long episode um we just talked to him about well well he's not a photographer he says he's not a photographer but he he's got a photography exhibition coming up so we'll mention that now 21st of july in northampton at the mayfair gallery he's got a, an exhibition called complexion yeah it's going to be up for a couple of weeks and the, the, Mayf we the mayfair gallery as well if you're from northampton if you know it well it's just next to soul central it's actually quite a new gallery um it's awesome it obviously closed during lockdown um but yeah if you can go and support if you do want to go support definitely go check check the gallery out as well as josh's work yeah so he first thing he said to us when we got on the call with him was you know i'm not a photographer right which he was saying that because he shoots with a uh with a camera phone and uh you know that's a photographer he takes photos yeah. that's all and you know people who have exhibitions are well he's, he says that he's not a photographer because he doesn't own a, a digital or analog or camera, a proper or an, camera yeah, yeah. An, an slr of some kind yeah but, but then when we kind of get into it you kind of like very quickly you go well what what does make you a photographer yeah well i'd say walking around taking photos but yeah, yeah so it's really interesting chat with somebody who doesn't consider themselves to be a you know photographer but takes really awesome shots and has a very good eye for uh for photos and scenes and like you know getting the, the type of image that he's trying to trying to get yeah and um, it's just nice to talk to him about how he views things because he says he's not a photographer yet he clearly has the eye for it because yeah. he's not taking photos of well i'm sure he takes photos of friends and family and all that kind of stuff but if he sees something, he stops, composes a photo and takes it, regardless if it's on his phone or not, which yeah. I think is the purest thing about photography. Yeah. Well, if you can hear all that noise around, we're sat in the car park and there's loads of like kids burning around on mopeds and uh, cars and that, so. Idiots. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's <laughs> it, really. But yeah, enjoy. Yeah. Drum roll, please. You know, you know, I'm not a photographer, right? Yeah, it's fine. I'm not a <laughs> photographer. You are a photographer. You take, but but this is interesting because it's like we were wanting to talk to people about different types of photography and how they do, why they do things in the way that they do it, and how they got into doing it. So the fact that you take really cool pictures but you just use your phone, it's kind of like there's a lot to talk about the, the stuff that you do uh you're currently just using your iphone um to do everything with so if you could like talk to us about like how you got started if uh if you've ever used a camera if you've ever learned how to use a camera or not and then how you got to where you are now with what you're doing with all the well, stuff because you, you you've already said that you don't consider yourself as a photographer but i've seen your work and it's it's good you know it's it, it's definitely photography just because yeah. you might not use a five thousand pound camera doesn't mean you're not a photographer as such so yeah mm. it's definitely interesting yeah okay i think um yeah i, d I wouldn't say i was a, a photographer um but then i've never really thought about how you might define what a photographer is um maybe somebody who does it professionally someone who gets paid for, for doing that as a job um but then that's not true either because a lot of people are amazing photographers and have never sold any of them uh, ever so so I, I guess I don't know what the criteria is but I don't think um, I wouldn't class myself as that um, maybe because I'm doing everything on my, on my phone I don't know but um, I mean I, I had a DSLR about 10 years ago um, and never really used it to its potential um, 
attempted to learn a few things, read a couple of books and get some guides and, but I, I never really got my teeth into it to uh, understand, you know, I was changing all the settings on the camera and I wasn't really doing any, any digital photo editing or anything like that. Uh, but I, I was sort of randomly doing things and if it looked better then great. And if it didn't, then I didn't really know why. Um, and I lost patience with it before I learned the, the, the answer to those questions. Um, so I didn't use that camera for, for long. Um, but I've always, I, I used to have a rehearsal studio and obviously have to do the social media for that um, and the website and, and everything, I suppose. So any of the pictures there in the beginning were taken by me. So I had to do my best to take a good picture because that was, that was the promotional material for the promotional material mm. for the studio. And if it, it didn't look good people wouldn't turn up and I wouldn't make any money and go out of business so <laughs> so, so it's like yeah so like fucking do a good job or, or you don't get paid um so so I think I learned some stuff there even just basic things like the rule of thirds you know which yeah. is like I mean most photographers probably learn that before they start learning about photography it's, it's a, such a basic thing oh but then again, I don't know what I'm talking about, so maybe that does, maybe that's not true for, for you guys. I don't think so. I think that's the sort of thing people learn. Like after a while, you find that you can put little grid lines on your screen if you're using a digital camera, and you might think, "Why is that?" Or you buy a camera because you like the idea of it, and you start, and then you kind of think, "Oh, maybe I should learn some of the rules." Um, and it's those rules yeah. are meant to be break. You know, those rules are meant to be broken, right? So it's all a personal. Thing. Yeah. It's not. It's not something. It's not a guideline that you have to stick to. It's not. It's not a rule. It's yeah. It's there to kind of help. But yeah. I, I, I'm learned about the rule of thirds at school doing art, and I didn't understand what the fuck they were talking about. I was like, how does it look better if the guy on the screen is over there? We were watching some film. I can't remember. And um, I was like, why is that better? They should be in the middle. And then, you know, who, who, what's the guy's name who does that now? Wes Anderson, everything is centralised. So it's kind of like, it's great when you can break it. But yeah, I guess it's one of the first rules that people that people learn. But yeah. I mean, I, I say I learned it. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure someone mentioned it to me. I Googled it and then it came up with that picture with the swirls in it, which is that the Fibonacci? Yeah, yeah. The Fibonacci yeah. Yeah, so I, I mean, I, I don't understand that either. But I mean, but I do understand that when you apply those rules to something, quite often it works or it improves what you're what you're trying to do. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I don't know, I don't know why that is the case, but they said it is. So I tried it and it was. So I was mm. like, well, I'll keep doing that then. Um, but just yeah, basic things like that. So so I started to yeah, you know, I was taking photos for 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 work really, um, and then. Um, I, I suppose I just started to want to take better pictures. So maybe just a bit more attention and, you know, simple things like don't just take one picture, um, like mm. take a few pictures and have you thought about the, how you're looking at this or have you thought about what's in the background, what's in the foreground, what we, you know, um, and most of it, I'm just trying to, I just, trying to do something that looks good and I know yeah. good is subjective um but it's really what's good to me so yeah I mean just try and if I I'm, I'm doing it for myself you know if I like it then that's fine and and, that, and that's all that's all I'm, I'm trying to do I mean it's just chance if somebody else if somebody else likes it um I think but yes yeah, so I, I think it should only ever be for yourself that, that I don't know that's maybe my opinion I get people get paid to do you know, yeah. work or do photography, which is which is absolutely fine. You know, it's something that's needed. But when it comes to being a hobbyist, like we all are with photography, it should be one hundred percent about what you're into. Even if that changes week by week, that you'll always get your the, the best results if it's just shooting what you want to do. Mm. Yeah, and there's like, do you do you shoot thinking how it's going to look on Instagram like without that meaning to sound reductive if it does fuck you but like yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking shooting for the gram <laughs> but, but like because that's the final place I guess for it to end up like I do 
I'm like, oh, that look, that says a nice shadow there or whatever. And I take loads of pictures of my kids and all that kind of thing that I don't put on there. Yeah, yeah, I, I do. I think I I uh, take the pictures because I I think it would make a good picture. Like, I'm just trying to think what is good. I mean, it's like pleasing to look at, however, whatever that is to you. Um, but I take them all um, suitable for Instagram story. Um, because yeah. ultimately I'm trying to share these things. I mean, I'm not, um, I've got no plans to like sell them or, 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 or do this as a job. I, I don't, I don't particularly want to. That's one thing that I've discovered actually during this last year. Um, in the past, I've always like, if I stumbled across something interesting that I like to do, whether that's like, merch or whether that's gigs or whatever it's like right okay how can i keep doing this probably need it to make some money um to make it worthwhile doing it so i'll like turn it into a business and i've done mm. that on like 10 or 20 different things <laughs> but something that i've learned this this last year is um to not do that to just do it for fun yeah yeah uh, that's really uh, interesting it makes it more uh, you know you stay into it for longer, don't you, in that way? Because you're never going to be disheartened if you're just enjoying what you do. Yeah. You don't put that burden on your own shoulders. I think it's a really good thing to do with photography in particular because it's so it's such an enjoyable hobby or pastime or whatever it is. And it's really good for, at the moment, like it makes you get out of the house. It's good for your mental health. It's good for you to like walk around and like even if you're out without your camera you can kind of like picture things and compose things in your head um but you should never go out without your camera just as an, an aside but as soon as you then become professional doing it you're gonna kind of lose that love of just going out with a camera because it's your job even when it came down to this that we're doing when me and jamie talked about making a logo i was like i don't want to make a logo that's what i do for my day job like and so Jamie's partner, Vicky, designed our logo. So I was just like, I don't want to do it. Yeah, shout out. Um, shout out to her for doing that, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should put a link. We should mention it at some point. But yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, absolutely. It kind of, it's such a nice thing just to go out and do. So do you find, because you're doing it with an iPhone, which you've always got on you anyway, you're kind of looking for shots, I'm guessing, in general, but do you ever just go out with the purpose of taking a photograph? Um, yeah, I've only done that a couple of times. Um, I mean, it's only really been in the last six months, mm. um, maybe that I've started, or that I've discovered that I like taking pictures, um, like mostly, mostly in town, um, because um, I work in town and I was walking after work and especially during the winter, it's, it's dark before I finish. So I'd go for a walk through town just before I went home for the evening to do nothing that we're all mm. doing at the moment. I thought I'd just have a little walk before I, before I wrap it up for the day. Um, and the streets are quiet. Um, and it just, there were just loads of little areas that looked, or that I thought looked really cool. So I thought, well, I'll, I'll take a picture. Um, and because I was doing that every day, I'd inevitably, I'd normally get one image a day that was that was decent, um, but I'm not intentionally going out to take a picture, and I often don't. I'm conscious of like not uh, not making it too much of a routine, so that there's any pressure to get it done, because that's like turning stuff something into a business is an excellent way to end up hating it. I think, yeah. in my opinion, um, not always, but but it, mm. I think it does increase the chances. Um, uh, not in your website's case, of course. <laughs> which, we'll, we'll which, I, um, <laughs> which I, I, you know what? I didn't know. I didn't know what 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 the website was or what you guys were doing. I listened to your first episode a couple of days ago, um, and it's perfect. It's like someone like me is exactly what I need because I'm. I don't. A couple of people have messaged me and saying, oh, you should sell these or are you going to do a, an album or a book or whatever? Mm. And I thought, oh, that would be really cool, actually. I'd quite like that. But then I'm like, I already do stuff where I'm like selling stuff and I've got to meet minimum order requirements and 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 I'm just doing it myself. So it's like you have to do every element. And it's just, 
Yeah. And I think unless you want to focus your time on that, then then having to do it outside of work as well as other things that you've got going on, it quickly becomes difficult or, or stressful. Um, uh, yeah. So a website like a website like yours where you um, he go, I'll, I'll explain it back to you and you can tell me if I'm if I'm right. Yeah. And then, you know, if you've done a good job with your first podcast. Um, <laughs> so so I would upload my images to your website for no charge and then if they sold you take a cut and i and i take a cut um but it's generously favored in my direction um yeah i, th- I, th- I think that's right isn't it yeah that's exactly but it yeah yeah a platform to be able to sell your work if you want to um and yeah we will do the the posting the printing the packaging of everything and we take a very small cut to cover the cost of that and to maintain our website mm. uh, and then yeah it gives you a chance to like you said if you're busy with work or other projects that you're working on it just takes the the stress away of you having to you know go out and do all that kind of that yeah um, and it, it yeah, doesn't again. make it into this whole big thing for you like as a photographer you just kind of you put your work on it we've set a minimum price um for different sizes of photos so you can't like undersell yourself which is a thing that people really tend to do so you kind of you don't have to feel bad that oh i'm I'm charging someone 20 quid or 30 quid or whatever depending on the size because you can't charge them less than that um and then also when you sell something you'll be happy that you actually get a decent chunk of money rather than getting selling something and ending up with like three pounds or something because you sold it too cheaply so um i think that's the thing with a lot of people as well you kind of that's kind of it isn't it obviously there's there's lots more to it but yeah without talking without talking too much about what we're doing we want to be talking about what you're doing yeah i think that's i think going back because you were saying oh you didn't really know about us but obviously if you don't know we're from northampton josh you're from northampton we kind of deliberately didn't mention that well we didn't kind of promote our own area did we at the start so much um just because we didn't want it to be a a northampton thing you know what i mean because it was so much more than that that we were working on um yeah we didn't put two ends in front maybe we should have done a little nod but yeah definitely should have done that incorporated the lift tower somewhere into the uh yeah yeah going going back to you kind of walking around and taking photos i think that I wanted to kind of know, Luke kind of already covered it with, you know, are you going out to actually shoot photos on your phone or is it just something like when you're walking around and you happen to see something? But I think that's the the important part of it is that you'll still have the the kind of eye to look for something and find beauty in something rather than just having your phone and going, oh, there's two of my mates getting drunk, I'll take a photo of that. You're still kind of using your your brain to look at things in a certain way and take the time to get out your phone or get out a camera whatever it might be and capture that regardless if there's people in it or it's something to do with what you're working on whatever it might be um but i think i think that's the importance of photography it's not about the equipment you use well it's difficult for me to say because i've only ever had one other than like a digital camera that i had like 20 years ago with like a 1.2 megapixel quality um uh yeah, I had a DSLR that I didn't really use, but yeah, like I say, that was, I, I, you know, you've always got your phone on you, so you can always take a picture. Um, but I also don't want to be taking pictures of everything. Um, like, just like, um, I mean, it's such a cliche. I, I hesitated there because I didn't want to say it, but like not taking pictures at gigs and stuff because I want to watch the gig and rather than looking yeah. through. And I know that's a cliche. If people say, if people say, "Oh man, I don't take pictures. I just take taking the experience." Yeah, uh, and and they're holding their camera like that, going, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, it sounds a bit wanky, like you're playing, you're putting down people that do take pictures, and you're just, oh no, no, I'm experiencing it. Um, but. Um, I never look back at those photos, very rarely. So, I, so I just consciously—I think I'm just trying to use my phone less in general, mm. um, um, or intentionally use it, like not just randomly pick it up because I'm bored, or like, I, yeah. I, I take a picture if I think this is going to be a good picture, not just walk around with my phone out, just like taking loads of pictures. Um, I think. Uh, 
I think yeah. one photo as well can also, as cheesy as it sounds, one photo is just as powerful. Like if you went to a gig or an event or whatever, people are there all day filming and putting on their stories or they take 500 photos of their favourite band, which is all well and good. But really, when you look back in three years' time, if you just had the one photo, it will still sum up that whole time for you. And you'll go, oh, yeah, that was such a good day. I was there doing X, Y, and Z. And that one photo is all that's needed, not 500 or, you know, little videos and that. Yeah, or you just look on Instagram at someone else's and go, yeah, that was from that time I saw that band. They were stood like three people away from me or whatever. I, I have like a thing with bands. I'll, I will take a photo or I will film it for like 30 seconds. And I'll be like, when they play this song, I'm going to film the intro or the chorus or that's it. And I'm not going to do it anymore. I've been to gigs where there's just been people, the, the cameras are in your face or the their hands are right in front of your face for ages and you end up watching it through their phone and it's really weird you can't can't help yourself it's really strange and you do kind of you get pulled out of it kind of you you lose where you, or you don't you're not lost in it you know not lost in the moment you just kind of like forget what you're doing almost it is a weird thing do you find that different music sort of caters towards it more different bands like I went to see Lizzo and the entire thing was just phones in the air for an hour and a half but then you know you go and watch like at the drive-in some phones come out for one arm scissor and that's it it's just kind of like everyone else it's kind of a bit of a different audience I guess so do you find that when you've gone out and you've taken photos do you ever look for people in the street like because I do that a lot I'm not, I don't try and like hide from them, but I will try and be a certain amount of like inconspicuousness. Do you ever find that people catch you trying to take photos or do they do it less so because you've got an iPhone or do you just never try and take photos like that at all? Yeah, I, I, I try, I don't take pictures of, with people, random people in them, I don't think. Yeah. Um, maybe because, um, Maybe because I don't want them to say, what are you doing? <laughs> um, yeah, it, happens, uh, but, like it does happen occasionally. And you just sort of say, um, sorry, taking a photo. And if it's yeah. digital, you can delete it. You know, um, only ever happened to you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, um, I mean, maybe maybe I should. I, mean, I think it's just coincidence in mine for the first few that because it was at night during a a lockdown that there wasn't anyone about really um but then but then i i am trying to get really sharp as sharp as i can get with my phone um so i tr always try to take pictures without anything moving in it because uh i mean i'm sure i can maybe use a more advanced app than the basic app on the iphone to to combat that but when it's in the moment i'm not i'm not quick enough to be able to to get the right to get the right shot so i think i've just always taken them of like buildings or streets or stuff yeah, because yeah. I, I still think so when i look at your work that you you know that you have posted i still think it, it, it might be a coincidence or a complete fluke but you definitely think about what you're taking a photo of especially when it comes to the building i look at it and i can see like nice lines or a nice contrast to it and me, me and luke were talking about earlier like all your photos are, you know, portrait because it's how you picked up the phone and taken it. And I think I think that's wicked. I think that's really cool. Yeah, and it kind of looks like there's an aesthetic, right, on your Instagram yeah. grid, which is again, I don't know if that's like a bad thing to say, but people do go for that. But it looks really cool when you've just got portrait photos. There's one I really like. Of took me ages to work out what it was, but I think it. If I remember it rightly, it's loads of cigarettes in a air. Yeah. Um, what yeah. Is it? An yeah, air like the air curtain. Yeah. Yeah. But like, was that just something you found or something that, like? That was really, that was really, that was really, I love that picture because it was a really, it was a really important night, that, that one. Um, mm -hmm. I think I started, I started taking pictures when I wasn't, I was not feeling great mentally. I was, I was like, really sad and directionless and a bit hopeless and, I, and I, I wasn't sure what I was doing or where I was going um so I'd go out on a lot of walks um 
Uh, anyway, so, and that's what started me taking all of these pictures. Um, anyway, I, I got through that um, and, and, and I went out one night with my friend Hayley and I went to get the car washed and it was at a place um, on the way out to Holston Furs that used to be a car garage and now is a car wash. Mm. Um, so we went in there and we were queuing and it happened to be a really long queue so we were in the car for about half an hour um, and we just started chatting um, and uh, she wasn't feeling great at the time um, and she was talking about how she, she was a bit worried about the future and she was getting upset um, and then I was talking a bit about the future and I was getting a bit upset and uh, <laughs> and we joke about it now like let's go back to the saddest car wash in the world uh, <laughs> and get the car wash. But I mean, it, it, was, it, was, <laughs> it, it was such, uh, while the car was getting washed, we went into the customer waiting area where that air curtain was and there were all their cigarettes in it. It's like, well, someone's been washing a car and their fag packet got wet. So they're drying the cigarettes in the air curtain. I thought, perfect. That's, that's, that's brilliant. But, but it, but that I, I remember that night forever. It was such a, it was such a, um, it was quite emotional, but we sort of, we were both feeling a bit shitty and we both helped each other and sort of got through it. And I got a nice picture that was quite funny and it was just a really, just random thing. But yeah, it's I mean- strange, it's, it's strange how you say that, because going back to what we were saying, how, you know, like one photo can cause a whole series of memories for you. And then Luke, what you were saying then about, from, from from a viewer's point, we look at a photo and you go, oh, that's a wicked photo. And we don't even know the meaning behind it. We can just appreciate it as a good photo. And then to hear the explanation behind it makes it even cooler because, mm. you know, <laughs> you've just told us that whole story and it's yeah. only from one packet you know, of some soggy cigarettes that are sitting on the side <laughs> that you've got that memory from it, which is, it doesn't have to, you know, you're not going to pick up a phone and take a selfie of you both teary eyes in the car, are you? But one <laughs> photo from that day or night or whatever it was, can can you can remember it from that, and I think that's one of the reasons it's so powerful. Yeah, yeah it was. Um, it, it, yeah, it was. It was a, a strange night. I think. Um, I think we queued up for half an hour as well, um, and then got to the front of the queue, and I didn't have any cash, and he was like, "Oh, it's cash only." So we had to. So we, we left, and I actually I was like, "No, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to these guys. They're, they're good guys." And then I when I got some money out, went back, and then he gave me a discount because I came back to him. Um, and I thought, "Oh, that was quite sweet of him." Um, but no, it's just it's weird how it was like. Um, could have potentially been a really sad, depressing evening, <laughs> but it actually it actually turned out to be really nice, and it was it was great, and it was exactly what both of us needed, and. Um, and yeah, and it's nice that that picture reminds me of that. Really, I didn't, yeah. didn't really Even think about. When you took it at the time, it didn't represent that. But like you said, no. looking back at that now, you can look at that and go, "Yeah, that was actually a wicked day." Uh, <laughs> I, I always remember one photo you took, and I can't remember how long ago you posted it. But I, I, I don't know which park it is, but I'm guessing it's a park or countryside. But you've got like a tree coming off from the left-hand corner, which is like silhouetted. And then a really nice cloud, which is on the other side, which again is like aesthetically pleasing. And then you've got the nice countryside off in it. But I don't know, the white light, I would have seen that and gone, oh, that looks cool. And then, but not thought about it. I don't know if it was an accident that you just, you, just, you know, is, is it one of those times you just happen to walk across and go, that's a nice view? Or did you think about taking the photo? But does that apply with everything? Do you sit there and kind of think about what kind of, how the photo is going to come out? Yeah, I think I, I do think about, and because I do them all black and white, but I'm obviously taking them in colour. Um, it's not a filter I'm putting on as I'm taking the picture. Um, so I don't know how it's going to turn out. Mm -hmm. um, right. uh, so, yeah. Um, I mean, do, you edit, um, do you edit the photos to black and white? Do you, know, do you mess around with the contrast or the blacks or, or the curve? Or is it just click of a button, turn to black and white? That's what I've got. Uh, no, I edit them in Lightroom, so I, I I have slowly learned a bit more and a bit more about Lightroom. So, so I do now, um, yeah, make them black and white, and a lot of the stuff I just do the, exactly the same stuff to every picture. Yeah. Um, like like vignette, I always I always put on there, and the um, optic uh, adjustment. Um, yeah, yeah. But then shadows and highlights and stuff, I'll I'll play it by. Or how it looks. Um, I quite often use the black, the third black. I'm giving away all my secrets now. Aren't I? <laughs> I quite often use the uh, use the third black and white preset in Lightroom. Um, that seems to work. Yeah, well. I like I like I just like them quite dark. I think that's why 
but that's why I've stuck to taking pictures more often than not in the evening. I really like the sort of dark, really intense blacks in the picture and um, just a sort of nighttime evening um, aesthetic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I was going to ask what, why black and white and not colour, but that kind of explains it, I guess. Um, not, not that there's a, a wrong or right with, with black and white or colour, but yeah, I was going to ask why, why kind of black and white, but that kind of now. Yeah, I think, um, I think, uh, I probably, I think I started doing it black and white because I felt like there was less that could go wrong. I think, um, I feel like, I feel like colour, there's way more adjustment and there's prob, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but there's, I would imagine there's more um rules or standards maybe about different colors and and and, and intensities and uh palettes and stuff whereas black and white i felt like i felt like i i had enough skills and knowledge which wasn't much, which wasn't a lot to at least make a good picture whereas i feel like with color it's a lot harder to get that right and i feel like there's more to adjust i don't know maybe that's not true yeah, yeah. i think that there's a lot you can go wrong with color and it's harder sometimes to I always have a thing about this. Like you can take a good photo in black and white. If but if you if it's colour, it can be like that's an all right picture, and you make it black and white, and you go, oh, it looks quite arty now. And that's sort of a bit of a crux that you can use. But also, there's a whole other side of it where if you're a total purist, you like you're only ever shooting black and white. There's so if you can take like amazing colour shots there's a guy I really like called Edis Wong I think that's how you pronounce his name and he does street photography and they're all in color and they're really funny they're just like it'll be like a person standing waving at somebody from across the road and behind them there's a billboard of somebody waving or just these little like sync like moments of synchronicity and he doesn't do anything to kind of enhance the photos or anything like that because on their own there's some humor in them and that kind of thing and so I think when you've kind of got that down to such a fine art as he has it doesn't matter at that stage what you're whether you're doing them in black and white or whether you're doing them in color or whether they're perfectly composed or whether it's a bit blurry or whatever it is you're kind of doing it for a different reason and then you have other people who are like pure, like black and white photographers and everything is sometimes edited so heavily and the whites are pulled up and the blacks are pulled down and all this kind of stuff. And I know that people really like it, but I don't really like it. Personally. It's funny, isn't it? Because we put out on our Instagram story a question like, do you prefer black and white or colour in like general day-to-day -day street photography? And it finished, we had a, a lot of people vote and it finished 50-50. But I don't know, we had, we had quite a few messages and I always think that if you took, like, when, when I personally shoot colour, I'm looking for a subject in a photo that will stand out, whether it be a building, a person or whatever it might be. But when I'm shooting black and white or with the intention of it, the result being black and white, I want the whole image to look attractive. So I want to be able to look at that photo and you look, because you're not necessarily focusing on one part of it you're looking at every single part of it and I think that's um quite a powerful thing you know what I mean yeah I want somebody to take me aside and say this is why you shoot in black and white and explain it to the point I can go yeah I get it I get it I'm going to spend the next year only shooting black and white um but at this this stage I don't I don't get it. It's just as, as like an only kind of thing. You mentioned uh, the, the, the grid on uh, my Instagram account looks good. Um, man, it fucking irritates me so much that there's loads of pictures before I started that aren't following that pattern. <laughs> I think every single photographer goes through that probably twice a year, I'd say. I've recently yeah. just deleted loads of my photos and like they're crap and it, they look bad. And I was just like, I said to myself, I was like, what am I using Instagram for? I'm not using it for people to look at i'm using it to keep a diary so to speak but then how often do you really go on someone's profile and look through it mm. i don't know yeah maybe as a photographer you do but normally you you're scrolling through and you come across the next photo and you know you study it look at it like it whatever you might be mm. i don't know it's different yeah. isn't it? it's a weird one yeah i've had like i just decide instagram is like a sketchbook for your photos <laughs> and you just chuck them up there and um 
obviously spend some time like taking decent photos and making them look good but i like to look back through this my old ones and usually it makes me go god i'm so crap at photography all my old stuff is gray and as it just gets worse and worse and worse but it's interesting to look back at it and see I like just used to use different colored borders and all that kind of thing and then I don't know what the end result what no end result I don't know what my end goal is what you work towards it's not just to put photos on Instagram forever but I also know that I've only really been doing it as like a daily thing for about two years, maybe a little bit longer. So it's, I've got another like 10 years before I need to decide like, what am I going to, what type of, you know, photographer am I going to be, or what am I actually going to do with it um, before I kind of be good enough for it. So it's kind of like, it's nice to just play around with stuff and but yeah definitely go through times so where you're like oh, i'm just going to get rid of everything or all the stuff that doesn't fit the current yeah. whatever because one day you might not only post vertical iphone shots and stuff I, like i've that. gone i've gone too far now i've gone too far i can't stop <laughs> yeah yeah we're going back it's the balance though isn't it like do you continue that because you want it to look a certain way but at the same time yeah is anyone really going to care if you post a landscape photo? Yeah. If anything, it will stand out more, so you better make sure it's a good one. But I don't know, like, then, then you've got unneeded pressure, right? Yeah, yeah. There's the thing as well, like we spoke to um, one of our friends, Aish, who is a photographer. He's sort of, he's quite young and he's getting really well known in like the photographs protests. And we've, well, by the time this comes out, we've had him on the podcast um and he was i think in 2018 he won there's a company called im who are a photography like you know like magnum or something like that he was photographer of the year in 2018 and the photo that got him that title was taken on his phone and he does loads of different type of stuff but it was just this one quick shot that he took of somebody for a project he was taking pictures of like extreme tattoos but it's not even in the end it's not actually a photograph of somebody with tattoos I mean it is but that you don't look at it and go oh look at all those tattoos it's just a really well framed image of a man standing in front of a tower block and it's so good and yeah he he was like oh no I just took it on my phone and then took some other shots with him and the one on my phone is the better one. And then he, what did he say? He had like appendicitis or something and went into hospital. And when he came out of hospital, he was like, oh, I've won this award. Yeah, um, just had an email waiting for him saying, yeah, you won with this image. But it's great because, it, you know, it, and he's like a, he's into photography, yeah? That's his job and his passion. Yet he's, even he's like, yeah, it's fine, just whatever you've got, go out and take photos, regardless mm. if it's something you do set time aside for, or just remember your phone has a camera and you can still produce yeah. good results. Yeah. And it's always what you should think about that results, not taking it for someone else. Do you find like using the iPhone in the dark, like it, what sort of phone is it? Is it an old one or is it like, do you always upgrade it to the newest? Because I find in uh, the dark, mine is quite... I don't know, the quality isn't great, but I haven't got like a super, well, I haven't got three lenses on my phone or anything like that. So uh, just... Yeah, I've got I've got a, a 12 mini, so it's like, a, it's a new, well, yeah. it's probably, I mean, I'm sure the, the 12 Pro Max, whatever it is, the big yeah. one, has got a better camera, um, but, but I've, I've wanted a smaller phone. So, um, yeah, I mean, quite often it's um it's uh, grainy or it's or it does that uh, long exposure thing that it does that's really annoying yeah. um it just like a three second you know it merges them all together doesn't it yeah yeah um but generally i've not i've not had any trouble with it i mean even though some of the darker ones i've taken i've had street lights and stuff in them so so they've not been too bad but, well no i'm sure I'm sure there's some that I've taken that haven't turned out good enough. Um, yeah. Do you ever look at this and think, I need to get a camera or do you want to stay well, away from it? Yeah, I don't I don't want to get a camera because um, 
you're happy with what you've got now. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, um, I, you know, I could get a nice camera and I could learn more stuff and take more pictures and become a real photographer. Um, but, uh, I don't, I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is the problem as well. As soon as you buy a camera, you like, you get into the kind of gear side of things and you're like, oh, I need new lenses. And it all becomes a massive kind of, doesn't have to be a big investment, but you do just find yourself looking through other things, need to yeah. upgrade it and all that sort of stuff. So it's like a slippery slope to just spending all your money. Yeah, I think um, uh, I almost got a Polaroid, a new Polaroid camera a couple of months ago. And I was going to just take black and white photos with that. But um, I'm not going to carry that around all the time. So the only time I'd have it is when I intentionally went out to take photos. Um, and I don't, I don't want to do that. I want to, I want to take, take, take a picture of something yeah. when I see it. Yeah. Spontaneous. And if it, if it looks good, I'll take it. I'll take a picture of it. Um, yeah. Is it, because I was going to ask, and the answer, I think I know that the answer is no, but, well, no, I'll ask it differently. So have you ever considered shooting on film rather than on digital just because of the process being it slows you down and it makes you kind of, you don't just snap away and take random stuff? Is it something that you've ever thought about or not? Yeah, yeah, I think... Um... Well, even even with a even with a, a digital camera, it's gonna like a, an actual camera, not a phone camera. Mm. It, it, that's gonna slow you down because it takes time or whatever. Um, uh, but film, even more so. Yeah, I think you've got to be more intentional um, because it requires more effort to to process or, or whatever, or, it's mm. a, or however you get it processed, whether you do it yourself or, or whatever. Um, I just don't want it to take any more time than it does now, basically. Yeah. Which which might which might sound lazy, but I'm not I'm not trying to be a photographer. I'm not trying to I'm not trying you know, I'm not taking pictures for anyone else. I'm 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 it's just it's purely for my pleasure and I enjoy doing it this way. So I think um if I stop enjoying it or if I wanna try something else, I will. But this seems to be mm. um a bit of at the moment the way i do it seems to be fun to take the pictures and edit them uh so so i'll, I'll stick with the way it is i think um yeah yeah i think that i think that's important for, for other people to understand that as well because someone might like the idea of taking photos you know whether it be once a week once a month or going out for a couple of hours a day but they're too scared to invest in a camera but you don't need to if you just enjoy it like you said, just walk around. If you see something that appeals to you, whatever it might be, pull your phone out and take a photo. It doesn't have to be anything more than that. If you enjoy looking at it or you go home and you think, well, that was a waste of time, it doesn't matter. You haven't you haven't lost anything. Everyone's got a, a phone with a camera on nowadays, haven't they? Mm. Do you find that when you... So I was going to ask about like when you caption the pictures that you put on Instagram, you tend to do like similar... I'll like pick music, pick lyrics, sorry um and you like you often do that but do you find it kind of do you always do it and do you find it holds up posting of an image because you're waiting to find the right lyric yeah yeah definitely yeah um my, my focus when i'm doing it is th is that this is going to be a picture for an instagram story that's the prime that's my goal is that it looks the way i want it to look there and it has music on it uh, because music is something that I love and I, and, and I enjoy the process of trying to match the two mm. uh, in, in some way. Uh, and I like the fact that there's no explanation there. So everyone watching it doesn't know what the link might be. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and, I, and I'm not explaining it. And I only started putting a caption in. Why did I start doing that? I don't think I did it from the start. It might, I might have even left it blank. I'm not even sure if I bother putting in any hashtags or anything like that. Mm. Um, but then, you know, I think I might have seen you putting oh. lyrics in there. I think yeah. it might have been that. It's a good idea, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought I thought it's always good to have something there, and um, 
and if I can relate it to the song that I've picked, yeah. Hopefully, I mean, I thought about this. Like, should should I be? I'm sure there are people that have seen the photo in my feed and not known that there was a story with a song attached to it that was sort of part of the mm-hmm. part of the piece. But and, and then there'll be people that have seen the story and don't know that I post it on the feed as well. Um, like I'm thinking, oh, should I put new posts on there and should I do it? And I, I just thought, oh, fuck it, I can't be bothered. It's it's like you know, it's yeah, it, it's on there. And and the only the only frustrating thing is the feed image is such is less quality, less resolution or whatever than the story. Mm. So, and that's the one that stays there for as long as I leave it up. So that that is, I mean, I know I can save save the story in my highlights and stuff so that people can go back yeah. and see a larger, hopefully crisper image. But I don't know, I just couldn't be bothered to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a lot of effort. Yeah, I don't think anyone's looking through Instagram for like pinpoint pixel peeping, like zooming into your photos and checking that it's all perfectly in focus and whatever. And that is a good thing. So I've posted so many pictures that are out of focus, but when you put them on Instagram, they like kind of look all right. And I was like, I was going to bin it, but actually, it'll, it'll be fine. But the it enough to make it passable. Yeah, yeah. The the joy of like finding the perfect lyric. Sometimes I'll see it. I'll I'll look. I'll try and think of something. And sometimes I'll just flick through songs. I'll flick through stuff that I've been listening to. So sometimes I'll just post a lyric that I like from a song that I've been listening to in the last few days, and it means nothing more than that it doesn't really link to the image but sometimes it's like it's the perfect little like one liner or whatever it is and I always tag the band in it that I don't expect them to see it but every now and again they'll reply or send a message or something and I'm like oh that's really cool like they normally and they always reply positively I originally started doing it because I felt like I was stealing their lyrics to caption an image and they might be like, I don't like that, take it down. So I thought, I'm not trying to hide the fact that I'm doing it. I'm like, I'm tagging them in it. And if they want it taken down, then I'll and I'll change it. Um, and that's obviously being super over cautious. Just giving them their credit where credit's due, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to pretend it's something I do every now and again get people saying, Oh, I love the caption, and I'm like, cool, it's not. I didn't write it. It's it's a song by so and so, and then yeah. But it's really nice when it kind of works, or it's really nice when a band replies and goes, "Oh, thanks for you know using a lyric." Especially, it's usually like smaller bands and whatever. I I don't do that, and I think maybe I should do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did I did think of that because when you when you select the track for the story, it tags the it lets the artist know, doesn't it, automatically if there's. Yeah, you pick their song on your story. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't think about the caption. Oh, I feel guilty now. Now, now, you've, got do another, now you've got to go through them all again. Yeah, yeah. Them. <laughs> they, they all hate you now, Josh. They all hate you. <laughs> <laughs> but what I do, I put the lyric. Just if you want to copy me exactly, lyric, and then the hashtags, and then the name of the song, and then the. Uh... I'll have to tag you in it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys find this from music, yeah. But like, you know, whatever your chosen platform is, or use a few, like whether it be SoundCloud, Bandcamp, Spotify. But I'll, I'll listen to music all day while I'm working here. And I'm, I've got so many playlists and I've named them whatever they are. But I never listen to those playlists because I'm always looking for new music or I'll, you know, right click bands that are similar or whatever it might be. And I'm trying to discover new music. I'm like, oh, this is wicked. I'll save that album or I'll add this song that I like into this playlist. But I never really go into those playlists. I don't know if you you find that find the same. Obviously, yeah. you get times where you you fancy listening to something. But if I'm just kind of chilling, I never really listen to those playlists. No, I don't think you do. It's probably similar to, to fucking taking loads of photos that yeah yeah uh, that you don't need and you're never going to look back to. <laughs> yeah, I try and add stuff. I have our playlist where I'll add a song, and I try and remember that playlist because I'm like, that's a band I've never heard. Well, that's a song I've never heard from a band I know, and I don't want to forget that it exists, basically, because there's so much noise. You sometimes find a band you really love have released an album. You're like, when the fuck did that happen? Um, 
and you just miss it because there's so much noise and there's so much like being shoved at you all the time. And yeah, we, we have a playlist for the kids that I'm like, when I think of a classic song that my kids need to know about um, from the last, you know, 30, 40 years, usually I'm like that gets added onto that and it gets put on shuffle in the car and they get subjected to new order usually other than that yeah you just kind of lose stuff all the time don't you i always find that though with Sp- especially with spotify yeah so i follow as many bands as i can because i want to be notified when they get a new song new album whatever it might be but it's quite funny because on a friday it's like new music friday or whatever yeah so you look at what's released but that's all kind of like mainstream stuff or whatever so i always go on my release radar which in theory should be based around the music that I listen to, which it is for the most part. But if I ever do anything different on Spotify, so like I went through a stage of when I got my dog Thrasher, I was playing in dog podcast or whatever, which helped him go to sleep or what I thought would help him go to sleep. But then my release radar on a Friday was all based around animal <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So I was like, this doesn't help me. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't work properly sometimes, does it? You're like, just be- there's no way of saying, I want to listen to this song, but I don't want to be suggested loads of stuff like this. It's really, yeah, it's quite annoying. And yeah, frozen soundtracks and stuff like that is usually my thing, get suggested all that kind of stuff. But I kind of try and, I do actively have to try and keep that stuff off of it. And I'm like, if you want to listen to that, just put it on on YouTube. And I don't want it mucking up my my algorithms or whatever it is. But it never works. You get all these playlists made for you and you're like, they're like, oh, it's your personal playlist. And you're like, wow, well done. They're the, you know, 50 songs I've listened to most recently. Like, that's that's rubbish. That's not clever at all. I could have made that. It's not suggesting anything new to me. Is, is there anything more frustrating? Well, there's lots of things more frustrating, but it's really annoying when you take a nice picture and you put it on uh, Instagram in the story and you're like, oh, no, exactly the right song. And then it's not fucking on there. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It happens all the time. And I'll, because I always post it to my story with the song after I've posted the image. So it's only then that I find out, fuck, that album isn't on there or whatever. Or you want to post it with like the lyrics, which I don't tend to do, but sometimes the lyrics are wrong. And you're like, yeah. that's not the as worst as when you see the song, but it's some crazy remix of it. Yeah. By some, you know, whatever, whoever it is. And it's nothing like the song that you're actually going for. It might be the same lyrics, but it doesn't sound anything like it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's really annoying. And I'm like, right, so am I going to post it and tag the band, tag a different song? Or am I going to not tag them at all it's hard yeah yeah idiots